Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Oh, I like that. That was a good one. Yeah, do you like it? I did, yeah. It started off like... Mrs. Doubtfire-esque, but then it got into <laughs> opera, and I enjoy that. Wait, Mrs. Doubtfire? How so? Like, and then, oh, hello, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, that's dear. Always, yeah, that's always what I think of. Oh, Love man, it. I've been thinking about Mrs. Doubtfire a lot lately. What a good movie. It was a good movie. We should interview Robin again, see how he feels about life now. You want to interview Robin again? I mean, let's let's give it a try. Okay. Let's see. I'm open to it. Um, but yeah, for those who haven't heard us talk about this in past episodes, um, Robin Williams was like one of the first celebrities that Ambrosia and I interviewed together. We didn't knowing that both of us both knowing that he was a celebrity because I didn't yeah. know that about Avicii. It's a long story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like us both knowing who he was, and yes. Ambrosia did not like the experience. <laughs> It was a tough time. She was like, he has a bit of an attitude. And I, I, and, and it was, I just remember you getting really frustrated. Yeah. It felt like Robin maybe had other things going on. (laughs) He was maybe confused about what we were. And, and to his point, to his, we were not organized. No, we were just fucking around. Yeah. We were just like, let's see what happens. And he's like, who the fuck are you? And uh, good point, sir. Who the fuck are we? But now, now we are. But now we've got cred. He should, he should be so lucky. He should be so lucky. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I recently actually, speaking of Robin Williams, I recently saw actually on TikTok, someone posted a little clip of, remember that movie, What Dreams May Come? Do you remember that? Yeah, I hate that movie, actually. Okay, I hate that movie, too. Like, I remember watching it at a sleepover when I Mm -hmm. was, like, eight, and I remember being so freaked out. But they posted this, so I've never seen it since, but they posted this clip of, like, cubic, which I don't remember, I clearly don't remember this movie hardly at all, because I did not remember one piece of this part that I saw and Cuba Gooding Jr. was basically telling him it, it was basically the scene in the Matrix where Morpheus is like there is no spoon or somebody else is like there is no spoon like showing him that like it's all in your imagination everything is your in your right. imagination right this is reality it's just yeah nothing yeah and I thought like from my adult brain I was like oh I like this like I like like maybe I'd like this movie now like I, I understand what they're talking about but I don't know maybe not Why didn't you like it? I didn't like it. I didn't like it because my uncle killed himself. 
And I don't like the idea of someone taking their own life and then being tortured for the rest of eternity because they've done that. Oh, yeah. His what? It was like, like, yeah, like that to me just doesn't it doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel like that that resonates with me. I liked other aspects of it. I liked the I, the scene where he's in the field and he's kind of running around and he's with like the stewardess, which I kind of thought was weird, but like, whatever, we're moving past that. And then I like the idea of that you can come back. I obvious, well, I believe in reincarnation. I guess that's not so obvious, but yeah, it's just that one part. And it, it has like a lot of religious undertones that I don't subscribe to either. So you know what I just realized? This is so perfect that we're talking about this because this really is about our topic today, which is the topic of perfect – everything's happening in perfect timing, right? And and the reason I think it relates is because what I was thinking about as you were saying that is like how m- – that movie was really about the afterlife and like what happens after. But this movie came out like 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's actually really reflective, it seems like, of the consciousness and the ideologies around that time. There's a lot of fear around it. There's a lot of, um, yeah, like he- re- like you said, religious undertones and such. And most recently, the movie that has come out that, you know, I hear so many people, so many muggles – um, talk about to, we like to call non-magic people muggles go ahead yeah. continue on to talk about um you know my mom the other day was like referencing the movie soul um which yeah the, the, pixar. the pixar movie right yeah and it feels like that movie just came like so what i'm saying is it feels like what dreams may come it came out at the perfect time for that movie because it was you know really reflective of where we were as a society when it comes to the afterlife and soul came out at this really perfect time during the pandemic right when so many people are questioning like what happens after and maybe are ready for a much lighter more uplifting understanding and more free understanding of what this life really is Um, Mm. so it's kind of like, because once again, looking back at who everyone was 20 years ago, could everyone really have handled to know some of the things we know is commonplace now, or at least this community does? I don't know. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of these ideas, so it's interesting because like we're talking about timing today and things of that nature. But I think a lot of these different, like really out there or woo woo ideas have been scientifically proven. And so one of the ideas that I think of when I think of like scientifically proven is remote viewing and how actually, no, this is a real thing. The government does. The government still uses remote viewers to this day. And there's a whole document on how to do it and anybody can do it. And it's varying degrees of how accurate you are, et cetera, et cetera. But 20 years ago, this was, you were insane if you thought you could do this or just the idea, the concept behind this was insane. So I'm interested to see where the next 20 years go Um, because a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the ideas and concepts that we have in the spiritual community are kind of out there. And so I'd be interested to see if it would be proven. I mean, I really quick, I'm sorry. I feel like, I feel like a lot of the things that we say we can't prove, how can you not like how can you not prove it? So talking to dead people, for example, okay, 
if you're a medium and you are accurate with detailed information about a person that's passed and you're continuously accurate um, about detailed information, I think of like um, Teresa Caputo, for example, the Long Island medium, like the things that she can pinpoint, like names, dates, birthdays, things like that is insane. And so the idea that that can't be scientifically proven um, because she can't replicate it, she absolutely can. And it can be scientifically proven. I just feel like science isn't willing to go there yet, but maybe in the future we will. I agree. And I'm really, I was thinking about this the other day too with science and spirituality. I feel like the ARC-9 has talked about this a couple times in the past few years that we've talked to them about like how in the near future science and spirituality will merge, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, I'm really ready for that to happen already yeah. because I think it's about time. And um, and I think it's about time, like you said, people take this more seriously and actually dedicate time to do scientific um, studies with it. Um, so I, I 100% agree. Um, but, you know, the reason that we decided to start talking about this idea of everything happens in perfect timing is because I was telling Ambie earlier that I made a TikTok a couple, well, real quick. So I got diagnosed with OCD um, like two months ago or a month ago. I, I don't even know. Time is weird. Um, but I've been. Time is weird. <laughs> time is so weird. <laughs> but I've been, I basically found out, oh, here's another timing thing. So, okay. It was about five or six months ago that um, someone in the spiritual community posted on, someone that I know posted on their Instagram this post that I happened to see and it wasn't their usual content at all and they were talking about um, something that they've suffered with called relationship OCD. And I just happened to see this and go, wait, what's that? And she also said it it could be referred to as relationship anxiety, but it caused me to go look up what is relationship OCD. I've never heard of that. As I go to look this up, I realize, oh my God, I I feel seen, I feel her, I feel what the heck, like every single thing that was listed about this particular type of OCD, I literally thought that was me. I thought that I was the only person who thought like this. I thought I was like a fucked up person. And so when I saw all these symptoms being read off, I was in these, these, these thoughts and other people sharing their experience, I was like, whoa. So then it made me realize, wait a minute, okay, like there's different types of OCD. I always thought OCD was just your neat freak. You're just like, right. it's a stereotype. So then I find out there's all these different types of OCD, which sends me down this whole rabbit hole to lead me to realize that, wait a minute, I think I've had OCD my entire life and not known. Now, the reason I bring up this whole backstory is because that was a timing thing. Like how there the information is out there in the world, right? And I just happened to see this post of this one mention of it, which sends me down a whole rabbit hole at the exact time that it does. So anyway, cut to, I decided I was going to see a psychiatrist, see if they will diagnose me and, um, or like what they think, and then uh, get support with medication if they think that's a good idea too. So long story short, they diagnosed me, I get on medication, and just a few days ago, they got me to the like dose that they said is going to be beneficial for OCD. And literally, it just felt like click, like something clicked into place. And all these thoughts in my head that I just thought like everyone has and this is normal to have and and I'll have this forever just 
turned all the way down and I just was like, oh my God. And I've my world is just so changed in a way because I'm walking around just being like, what do I think about now? Because most all I was thinking about was all of the problems I have. And now I realize that was just a pattern of thought that I needed to treat. And now I I genuinely feel very clear and like, hmm, this is a whole new reality. So that got me thinking, well, man, like what would have happened if I found out about this when I was like eight or nine or, you know, like so much mm-hmm. younger? I'm 34, right? So man, like, what if I could have treated this back then? My life would have been so different. And I start kind of going down that path of like, oh, all the ways my life would have been different and better, quote, better and all this. And then I immediately heard in my head, like, but it wasn't the right time then. And if you had if you had found out about it then, you wouldn't have gone through all the things that you went through, which you really needed to go through. You needed to go through those things. You needed to go down those paths those paths that maybe they felt like the wrong path at the time, but like it was it was all a part of your path, right? It was mm-hmm. all a part of it. You were not ready to know about this at the age that you think you should have because that whole thing was a part of your path. And yeah. it just got me thinking about, you know, how often we – well, it just took me back to that core belief I have that like everything really happens in perfect timing. You know, it's it's never too late or too early or too it, – it's all happening at the time that it needs to happen, at the time that um, you're, you're ready to intersect with that thing, right? And I just I, – I like that idea and I think that if we can – kind of bring more of that trust of the perfect timing into our lives and realize that nothing's really going wrong. Even if it feels like it's going wrong, it could also just be a part of the path that we need to get to the, you know, to get to where we're going. Um, I think we could all relax a bit more. You know, it's easier said than done, of course, but I just, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about this idea of timing. I really, <clears throat> I, I like that idea and topic, um, obviously, because I agreed to talk about it today. But I think that we all talk, we all think about timing and what comes up for me is about relationships. So as people, I don't know if people have guessed, but either way, so I'm going through an ending of a relationship, an ending of a, a pretty long relationship. And It's interesting because what I've noticed around me is a lot of other relationships that are like six years, like 10 years, all of these things are coming to an end as well. And so I do feel like there's the right time. There's this perfect time. And whereas like these, it might seem really difficult. It might seem like, why is this happening? Or why couldn't this have happened 10 years ago or why did I waste all this time with this individual? It it feels like everything happened for that, for a good reason. And you might not understand what the reason is right now. You might not even understand the reason until after you transition, but it does happen for a reason. And maybe um, that reason doesn't need to be because it's supposed to last forever. I think that a lot of the questions people ask me as an intuitive is where's my forever person? And I don't necessarily, time is such a weird thing that you don't have to be with someone for 20 years or your whole life to look at that relationship as successful. 
you know, like you've learned a lot, you've grown a lot. There was a lot of really good things that came out of that relationship, but it's reached its end. And so it, it time is interesting. And this idea of wishing that there was something better or wishing that the time was better or different, it's, it's kind of pointless, right? And also, while I'm on my soapbox, <laughs> furthermore, um, I think it's a good lesson to have like make the most out of the time that you have now, because you never know when, whether it's like a goodbye, um, like ending, cutting ties with somebody or someone transitioning, you never know when that day is coming that you say goodbye to that person. So it's, it's really important to make the most out of the time that you have with people End rant. I a hundred percent agree. I a hundred percent agree. I think like the biggest, it's like the biggest disease we have in this. If I'm I'm putting disease in quotation marks in this uh, society is our inability to be where we are, right? Like it's our it's our obsession with the past or the past the or the future, future. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and which is why some people in life have to have those like. Um, earth-shattering moments, right, or like near-death experiences or just big moments that just snap you out of that and go like, yo, like live, be grateful, like be be here, be here in the moment, be, be appreciative that you have this, what you have now, get your head out of all these places because you're not really, you're not really experiencing what you have, right? And you're, you're walking around in this delusion that you don't have anything when you have everything right here. It's all right mm-hmm. here for you to experience and you don't think that's interesting. So why would you think whatever the thing is that you want, you know, in, in five years is going to be more interesting? Like you're just going to feel the same. So um, I 100% agree. And I think that um, – and I've also noticed that too with what you were sharing about relationships and and so many relationships coming to an end, right? Like it literally feels like this past month, it's, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like every, every celebrity couple I know and many real couples that I know, it's just, it's suddenly are moving in a new direction. And, you know, I think that... <sighs> I think that that's also really signifying when I feel into that, that big wave of people having breakups, I feel a lot of liberation and a lot of understanding of value and understanding of worth. I don't see these breakups as like, um, you know, it doesn't feel like spiteful, hateful, or like absolute earth-shattering heartbreak, although like it's painful, it feels very much like our time is done. Mm -hmm. We played this out as long as we can. And it's time for me to go and be that thing that I know that I've needed to be, but I've been resisting because of you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it feels like, um, like this doesn't fit anymore. Like it did fit but it doesn't fit anymore. And this is, I am this person and you are this person and and we're no longer on the same plane. We're not in the same book anymore. Like we have to do our own thing now. So it's definitely, I mean, 
it's definitely a hard, it's a hard transition, but, and I think it will only continue like the, the arc nine said, like, if you don't come into alignment with who you are by the end of the year, next year is going to be very uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. But <laughs> I think it's that not a threat into, or anything, <laughs> right? Like, it sounds like it sounds like a mafia guy. Like fine. you know, if you don't pay up by the end of the year, we're gonna <laughs> make your 2022 real uncomfortable, sweetheart. You're gonna be walking around with one leg. Who is this that I'm doing? It's uh oh, it's the person saying you'll never be TikTok famous. <laughs> God, you're like my angry mafia mother. How did that it. originate? That you'll you'll never we were, do TikTok. <laughs> we were at uh, we were in Charleston, and you kept asking me, "Feel into this celebrity couple, feel into this celebrity couple." And I was so annoyed, and I was like, "Nobody's even gonna watch this. Like, why am I doing this?" And then you're like, "You're never gonna be TikTok famous." <laughs> like, <laughs> and then. That TikTok of you telling me that I you're never gonna be TikTok famous yeah. went viral. Famous. And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, well, I just remember we were doing it when we were in DC. We were like, like that came up again. It was like, Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Never gonna be TikTok famous. Just put down the phone. I don't know what you're thinking. Um You're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get a real job? <laughs> Um, okay, wait, we have some comments coming in on Facebook. Love it. So Sammy Jean says Sammy Jean. <laughs> Sammy Jean says, totally agree. I used to hold so much guilt about one of my relationships ending because of the intertwining of our families. I know now how much that transitioned me and helped me now, which has also released me from a lot of that guilt. Totally. Jenna says, I thought only my ancestors were bringing that message slash, slash energy. Thank you for that synchronicity and validation about detaching to step it up for 2022. Um, Tough one. It's a little scary. <laughs> Ricardo says, uh, <laughs> cracking me up every single time, sounding like that Caputo lady while you're at it. <laughs> uh, you're never going to be TikTok famous. You're never going to be TikTok famous. That's your deal. Get a real job and get out of my basement. <laughs> it's, it's, well, I mean, that's another thing we could talk about with timing, right? It's like, how crazy is the timing of something like TikTok, right? It feels yeah. like TikTok just, it just came at this exact right time. And now I was thinking about this. I was like, yo, like now, legitimately, people are brands, every person yeah. is a brand. And it's their brand and they own that brand. And it's not like you, we can make, you know, we can like hate on influencers and everyone doing it for the gram all we want. Like, that's fine. But how powerful that I, I'm my own brand. I'm my own one-stop shop brand. I just pitched a company today and I was like, yo, I want to do this and this and this. And they're like, okay, let's talk. Like, but this, but they're, the person that I'm talking to at that, at that brand is someone who all they do all day is find people to partner with other influencers who are their own brands. Mm -hmm. And how powerful is that, that we got this platform that made it so easy for us to not only be seen by so many people, but also develop our own brands. Like it reminds me a lot of um, 
what we talked about with Tesla and um, yeah, I think when we interviewed Tesla about it just was like technology develops at the right timing and when someone's ready to receive it, right? Yeah. And for example, he was like really ready to receive that and it was the right time. I bet he was. Yeah, I I know. I know. Go ahead. If you want to go back and listen to our Tesla interview, um, our interview with Nikola Tesla, uh, you'll catch him, you'll catch Ambrosia feeling very uncomfortable because he was hitting on her the whole time. It's very strange what happened. I don't like to talk about it, but it's very, and you can see me in the, in the video, like moving away (laughs) from him almost out of camera, which is really funny. Continue on. I digress. Go ahead. Uh, no, that, that was it. I was just talking about, I'm just talking more about timing and like the timing of, and also trusting the timing, right? So trusting that like, I feel like, well, let's talk about next year for a moment. What do you feel like next year is going to be good timing for? Interesting. Um, I think next year is going to be really good timing for people, um, Really go. I hear finances, so thank God, thank God. Um, oh, really? But I good think, finances. Yeah. Oh, that's um, good. But I think it's going to be interest or good timing for people like coming into who they really are. Like it feels like a whole new wave of like selfishness in a good way, right? Like really understanding, like the martyr mentality is over, and that's not really a great idea or really a great concept, especially for mothers, especially for women. Um, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. I won't get on my soapbox. But this, I mean, it's societal, your podcast. If you don't do it here, we do it. <laughs> this societal. I was talking to someone today, or not today, this weekend. And I was like, I'm a little bit of a feminist. And she's like, a little bit of a feminist. And I was like, okay, well, that's disrespectful. I'm kidding. Um, but but this idea of the societal norm of women being martyrs and especially, especially mothers, like putting everybody ahead of you and everybody like has to come first and you go last. And then mm-hmm. once the kids are grown, then you get to live your life and like, it's such a fucking bullshit idea and bullshit concept because then that's what we're teaching our children. And then our children are suffering just as much and we're just perpetuating that cycle. And it just doesn't make sense. And I feel like for 2022, that's going to be another normalcy is looking at cycles that don't make sense anymore. That's Mm -hmm. been the last five years Mm -hmm. is really looking at, okay, so I have an electrician coming guys and he is in my cul-de-sac. Just a heads up. So I might need you to vamp, Alexa. And we are live. So we are not editing this out. I can vamp because I have some interesting women facts I found out the other day. Good. So I'm going to finish this thought up that this idea of really looking at different cycles and seeing what no longer fits in our society and seeing um, what has been acceptable but is no longer acceptable and really speaking out about it, I think that's going to continue on into 2022. Hell yeah. Um, I like that. I like that forecast. Um, I recently learned that, man, I'm sad Ambie's not going to be here because she's really going to like what I share, I think, unless she's heard it before. But first of all, I heard the other day on um, TikTok, this girl was like um, talking about all the 
things in our society that just are, are like take power away from women, right? So one of the things was like the whole thing about like name, you know, when you get married, you take your husband's name. Mind you, I got married and I am in the process of taking my husband's name. I, I like his name better than mine. Um, but also I just always wanted, you know, I, that's something I wanted. So keep that in mind. But the process of taking your husband's name when you get married this girl was liking it, likening it to, she's like, just imagine you're you're baking a cake, right? You're like, I'm gonna bake this delicious cake today. And you have all the ingredients and you have all the equipment and you have all the 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 you have your own oven and you have all that and, and you're making it and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I just need a little bit of I just need a little bit of flour. I just need a one cup of flour. Maybe somebody has some flour here. And you go across your hall, you go across the hall to the neighbor and you ask for some flour. And the guy, he's your neighbor, and he gives you just a little bit of flour and he's like, no problem. And then you bring it back and you make the cake. And um, you know, maybe like on his way out, you know, he'll knock on the door and be like, Hey, how's the cake coming? And you're like, he you're like, Great, it's awesome. And then, you know. You put all the time in and then hours later, the cake's finally made and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous. And then um, you write on it, oh, your neighbor's name was John. And then you write on it, John's cake. Like it, it's not J- But You did all of the effort. What you're saying is you did all of the effort and then you give the cake to John or like John well, gets the credit for the cake. Yeah, I'm sorry. I messed this up. <laughs> This I was supposed to be likening this to having ride. a baby. I'm so sorry. I was supposed to be likening this <laughs> to having a baby. Not to have making a cake? No, no, no. What? Uh, okay. This is <laughs> Real the quick, best let me start over. On let the me podcast. start over. Okay, go let ahead. Let me just Continue. clarify it. I'm here for it. This girl on TikTok was like yeah. was talking about the all these things in society that that we do as tradition that takes okay. away power from women. So she was talking about for example, when you get together with a man and you have a baby and the baby takes the name of the man. Yes. That okay. is like baking a cake and then being like Yeah. Yeah. So so then then everybody replay everything I just said and then you write on it John's cake. No, it's your cake. Because like women, we have, we grow the baby. Like we make the cake. That's right. We grow the fucking so why? baby. You know what else I don't like is walking someone down the aisle. Like your father walking someone down. Like that's bullshit. What? Are you going to sell guys, me for chickens? You going to give me away for chickens? I threw something. I'm upset about it. I no. almost, Or goats. That was a, yeah, that was almost a thing at my wedding. But we, I'm, I'm glad it in the end. But yeah, exactly. The The other thing was, wait, Ambi, the other thing was, um, Sorry, I, I feel lost like my Lego. I feel like you probably know this one, but she was talking about, um, for example, son of a bitch. What son of a like when you call someone a son of a bitch, it's yeah. a son of a woman, right? When you call someone a bastard, what's a bastard, right? Yeah. Like oh, a child of a woman who like you know doesn't have a husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of these things that are you know what I mean? It's all just talking down to women, even if it's a about men it's so or mansplaining mansplaining like that is a nowadays i will you remember when your husband (laughs) i didn't know what mansplaining was i'm not gonna go there (laughs) yeah wait and then he mansplained mansplaining Or wait, was it your husband that didn't know what mansplaining was and my husband know. mansplained mans? I don't know, but he was like, I remember dad being like, are you fucking with me right now? And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm really not fucking with you. 
Yeah. But I hate that. I really hate that. I would like, I just, even my son does this, like my son's 17 and he, I love him. I love him, but he'll like think that because he's a guy, one, he can fix things better than I can. Mm. I will choke you motherfucker. And two, I won't really, he could take me out. And two, like that he's going to come in and like rescue me from some situation. And I'm like, sir, all right, you're 17 back off. (laughs) And I do feel like this is like a man's and I'm so sorry for our male listeners. This is, this is it. But I do feel like this is like men's perspective of I'm going to rescue this poor woman who's in this dire situation and I'm going to be the hero and like, fuck all the way off with that <laughs> but well, that's but timing timing is everything because if you catch me in the right moment i might need your help yeah and i don't like i don't think there's anything it's it's about balance like it it's is a, about balance it's about balance because i don't because i think men have that in them to protect right and they're also socialized to do so but so um, yeah and and women are have it in them to nurture and they're also socialized to do so um, I think that it, I think we each need to learn from each other and like be comfortable being the opposite as well and learning how to do that as well. Um, but yeah, and you know what? And I think it's really a good timing for that too. I, I think I, I've recently started seeing so many more men, um, expressing their emotions and having very vulnerable talks. I've seen many women standing up and being really brave and being really strong. And I think that, um, yeah, I think the time is right. The time is right. The time is ripe to do something that is right. Well, I like what you just said, but I think like going back to the original topic, I think that we're breaking down different stereotypes and we're breaking down, like now is the right time to look at these stereotypes or societal norms that we've had and be like, why, why are men not allowed to express their emotions? Why is it viewed as weaker or not as strong? And I was using, well, I'm not really using, it doesn't matter, not as strong, if you are emotional as a man, like why, why is that? Why is that normal? But it also creates more violence. It creates a a lot of other things that are really detrimental to our society. And yet this is acceptable and has been so for such a long time. And especially when you look at corporations and business, it's much more acceptable for women and men to dress and behave more masculine because they're viewed as more serious, they're viewed as more um, uh, go-getter, they're viewed as uh, more intelligent. And so I think that that's really interesting as compared to when we look at um, different countries that have like a um, female prime minister or they have a female president and they have less violence, they have um, less rapes, they have less, they have a lot of a lot different views and their crime is really reduced. And I sound like a moron because I don't know like statistics, but no, you, the you point, really intelligent. okay. But the point here is that um, I think that we should really, it's time to look at what has been so normalized in our society and try to change that. And I think that we're doing that. And Gen Z is like no fucks given. 
They're out for blood, and I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Please don't hate blood. me, Gen Z. Why would they hate I'm you? On your, I'm on your side. I'm just a little scared of them. It's okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I posted something today on Instagram that was like, I just reposted it. It was like, uh, we need to get the free Britney people on climate change because they're the only ones who know how to right? do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, they're getting shit done. Yeah. They're like, you want Britney freed? Yeah. Got you. Yeah. What else do you want to have happen? Yeah. Damn. Exactly. But, I, I, but speaking of that, I think those types of things, they really show us the power of coming together and get some, getting something done. Like, like no, nobody in the government did that. Nobody in – it was the people – it was her fans, right? Like people mm-hmm. came together and said, we love this person. We care about this person. We want this result and committed to it and got it done. You know what I mean? And so I think that things like that really, really show you the power of when you have a vision, when you have an idea, when you have something you want to make happen, you can make it happen. You just need mm-hmm. to take the action. Um, Absolutely. So – Ah, here's to perfect timing. Here's to a good 2022 to the, I I need it. I need some, I need something to toast. I don't have anything to toast, but. I have two drinks. Do you want me to toast? I have a drink. Okay, there we go. Boom. Um, yeah, right. it's like this is the last episode for the year. I know. I don't know. I don't know what when it is. It's it's December. That's holiday time as far as it's I'm It's holiday concerned. time. Let's all reflect on our lives. Are you happy? No? Change it. We love you. This has been brought to you by Inner Bloom Podcast. <laughs> Fix your shit. <laughs> Fix your shit. Uh, speaking of that, if you are somebody who is wanting to develop your intuition in 2022, um, if this is something that you would like to spend more time on, if you if this is an ability that you would like to have, which, by the way, is a very, very, very helpful thing to develop speaking. I, I was just talking about this with someone. It was probably Ambi, how, um, you know, before 2020, I didn't take my intuition seriously at all. And I felt very helpless. Like I remember I was always coming to you. I was always coming to other people to be like, I need help because I don't know how to feel into this thing or I don't know how to um, use my intuition to guide me. I don't know how to communicate with my loved one. I don't know how to do any of this. Okay. And um, so when I finally decided to take it seriously and I started learning, um, I became so independent. I became so empowered. I really started to learn how to guide my own business, how to, um, what to do in my relationships, what to do in my friendships, what to do in my life. So anyway, the point is, um, if you are somebody who is wanting to empower yourself in this way in 2022, make sure that you check out our, uh, 12-week intuition course. It's called You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive, and, um, it's a group course, and we're going over everything from mediumship to telepathy, telekinesis, uh, psychic readings, remote viewing, all of that. It's going to be really, really fun. We're going to do group work. There's going to be homework. Um, and it's a good way to meet other intuitive people to practice with because that's how you get good. Um, so spots are limited. It's $1,200 full pay and $1,500 if you pay in uh, three-month installments, so $500 a month. So if you want to get in on that, um, click the link in our bio. Um, if you want to talk to the ARC-9, the Arcturians, and get some guidance from them, you can join our Patreon at the $20 level or above, and that is always linked in our show notes as well. 
Uh, Ambrosia has gone to talk to the guy that she said was at her house. I forget who it was. Electrician, the gardener, the roofer. I don't know. Um, So I'm going to sign off for both of us. Uh, We love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.